Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Do you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No. I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. Welcome to this bonus episode of Stabcast. This is the fan-requested Gen Con 2019 stories. We hope you enjoy our storytelling of the fantastic time we had in Indianapolis. As always, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at SWStabCast. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, and check us out wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. We'll see you next time on the Stabcast. So, you all asked for our Gen Con stories, and honestly, Tim, Ryan, and I keep telling them to ourselves inside groups of our friends here locally yeah. sometimes just after supper we're like hey do you remember that thing oh how great was that gen con because i loved this gen con yeah it was i mean a lot i had a fun. great time oh it was a great time so much time and my wife got to go and it was her first time and it was a good time so we had a blast so tim tell us what is one of your best stories of this 2019 gen con uh we got to try out a bunch of new games it's always fun but i think one of my highlights was i, I love doing mega games we did one last year i did two or three this year i lost track they're just a blast. And and not all of them are, are super successful every time. Sometimes there's some quirks, and that's fine. It it happens, especially with, I mean, it's a mega game, so you have, some of them had 60 people in them, you know. But as a whole, mega games are so much fun. I already can't wait for next ones for next year. The one that I played, and sadly, I, I do wish you gentlemen had, had been there with me for it, because uh, I think we would have had a lot of fun. But it was called Dragon Thrones, and it was, you know, definitely a little bit of a knockoff off of Game of Thrones, uh, but not as much as I was afraid it was going to be, which is good. Um, but everybody had their own houses and, and different clans and whatnot, and every every clan had their own table. And I will give this uh, this game a lot of credit. You really got what you paid for. They had a lot of high quality materials. Every table had a huge map that was like a four by four map, something like that, somewhere in that category. Um, so you, everybody so that is fifteen tauntauns by fifteen tauntauns. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So everybody knew what was going on. You know, you didn't have to keep crowding around one map trying to figure out where's it going and what's going on. You had a general that would go and like move all your stuff around. And, and uh, each clan, I think, had about about six people to it, five or six. My clan was the mighty Hefarion, and I was the the king leader, what have you, the the high ruler of Hefarion. I had a cool sash. It was great. Nice. It was my ruler sash? Yes. Everyone uh, loves a sash. Yeah. Hang on. Yes. Did you bring your sash, or was it? Were you given the sash? It was provided. It was provided. Oh, but nice. I would. I absolutely would have brought one if they told me to bring one. I would have. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to say. But they that's said they I'm had. Bring, they were going to provide us with one, so I said, okay, I won't bother. <laughs> then that's fine. Um, so it was great. Uh, we actually, by the end of it, it was a game. It's not just an RPG. There is a game element to it, um, and it is. I could tell a whole huge long story on on all the different events that happened. But basically, we were secretly dwarves. No one, we didn't tell anyone that was our race, like our, our clan secret was we were all the dwarves in the north that no one knew we were dwarves. We found out at the <laughs> end of the game that our neighbors, who were our allies and were our allies for the whole game, very friendly to us, great, great neighbors, love them, love them to death. Uh, evidently, they've been a little racist towards us and they've been calling us dwarves the whole time, but not because they thought we were ones. They just meant it derogatory wise. Like it was very offensive. And I found that out and I was quite cross with them, but it was, it wasn't worth going to war awesome. over. But we were the secret dwarves, and we could build workshops. They didn't fully tell us what that meant, but that's okay. We could build workshops and do all this kind of cool stuff with it. And we were the monster hunters of the world. That's awesome. Like, that was our thing. And so we were in the northern reaches of the kingdom. And, yeah, maybe we, maybe we, for one of our first actions, maybe we went up to the north. 
Maybe we accidentally caused an early game invasion of devil monsters from the demon realm. <laughs> Who could say? Who could so say? You opened the gate. You, we, you opened the giant door we, that blocked all the demons in the north. We definitely opened the gigantic evil door in the north, and we poked it, and it poked back. <laughs> so you're telling me you didn't hold the door? Uh, well, oh. Oh. oh, but we did actually. So, because the fun fact was, in doing that, we actually got ourselves victory points because we got points for killing monsters with our armies, and then we led the oh. world against monsters. So it was great, and we ended up again. We ended up coming in second. Um, very close, very very close. I think another turn, and we probably would have eked it out and been in, been number one. But it was a great game. Lots of shouting. Um, every 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 high ruler, or like we were really just figureheads. I kind of felt bad because everybody else at the table was like working their tails off, and we weren't really allowed to leave our table. Like, if we wanted to talk to another table, we had to send our diplomat, which I like it. I like the idea of that because you had to be really diplomatic about how you did it and really efficient and and making sure and, and deliberate. But it also just meant you had to give really good speeches to communicate. And so I gave some really passionate speeches. Uh, they got some pictures of me <laughs> slamming my fist down and, and, and yelling and screaming that we will go to the north. It was a good time. But I will That's tell awesome. you this. Everybody listened to my speeches. It was, it was, Unlike this it was, podcast. This is a good time. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So I will say one of the reasons why I didn't go join this one is because I already was going to play uh, three, <laughs> and I felt like four was perhaps a touch too it much. Is, it is a bit much, yes. yeah. And I actually ended up playing kind of a mega game as well. I, I went to go play Star Trek Adventures. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yes, I know. This is the wrong podcast for that, but yeah, really I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk sure. about it. Um, <laughs> lots of fun. Basically, there were seven tables in the room. We were all different ships trying to track down um, the, you know, the super prototype destroyer kind of thing that was going to rock our worlds. And so it kind of ended up being a mega game. We each had a DM at our little table. There were four or five of us each table. I had a lot of fun with it. That's I really cool. liked the dice system. I, I'm still a Trek man. In my heart of hearts, I am. And I love Legion. We are taking applications uh, actively. <laughs> <so new hosts. laughs> Ryan and Tim have converted me, honestly. It's only because X-Wing was such a good game. And then Ryan got me into the Star Wars RPG. And then <laughs> I've been playing all the other Star Wars games at FFG releases i so, own outer rim so soon soon ben will eventually transition into being a babylon 5 fan exclusively that's right <laughs> the better show was always deep space 9 and you can come <laughs> fight me internet you can uh, come fight me oh uh, okay i don't no one's gonna fight you you can die alone on that hill yeah <laughs> i had a great fun time while tim is doing this thing i mean it wasn't i mean the story tell was interesting not enough for me to talk about it now but while i'm doing that Ryan is off at some event. Oh God! Because well, we all went separate ways that day. That yeah. was that was that was uh, Friday. Friday. Yes. Friday actually was my downtime. I got interviewed by Power to the Meeple podcast. It's a cool guy who runs a Josh runs a little game store out of his basement, an online game store designed for people who don't have friendly local game stores. I've gotten several emails from him. I ordered a game from him because I liked his story. Um, there's every package he sends out has like a handwritten note in it. And he wanted to talk to people at Gen Con who come to do Gen Con for a whole bunch of different things. And so I gave a short little interview about obviously our podcast because cross-pollination is always awesome. About what I do at Gen Con and the fact that I'm the weirdo that doesn't go to the vendor hall. I spent like 20 minutes in the vendor hall and half Shame. of it was just looking for Ben. Um, Shame. Because we had to go be dwarves together. Yeah, uh, we did. We did. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that story. Uh, but yeah, that was my Friday. Um, as I wandered around there, and then I talked to Josh, and then Friday night, we went and we uh, played Make Believe Dwarves in a mega game. Everybody was a dwarf. 
We all lived under a mountain, and none of us really liked each other, and it was a great time. <laughs> it was a fantastic... and it, it really wasn't a mega game. It really was an RPG. Yeah, it really... I, I don't, uh, really, yes everyone no. was a winner. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, we all walked away with a great story. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was elected... I was the Primarch of Stone, and basically our clan, we were the Deep Dwarves, had two kind of sub-clans in it or two cultures in it, and I was one of the leaders, and I had a counterpart leader who didn't like me very much, but that's okay. And I was given the role for all of the Deep Dwarves to go sit at the council. And the council was in charge of, of passing laws and divvying out how much to tax and what to do with taxes, but immediately out of the gate, we sent tax collectors to go collect our taxes, and they took all the money they took from the citizens and started a criminal enterprise. So now we were a government <laughs> with no funds, no power, and our police refused to, to go crack down on, on the lawbreakers. And so we were just like, neat. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. Ben, what were you doing during the first third of the game? So I became the news media, and they had... <laughs> <laughs> and they, we, we were called ink beards and so there are only like five of us in all of these tribes and they're probably almost 70 of us maybe 65 ish yeah. or so and so there's only five people who have control over the media and what that was was three laptops hooked up to kind of our own version of twitter that right. was projected on a giant screen that also made lots of noises when we did things so if i had a rumor it played a different noise if we had some kind of cultural success it played a different noise yep. if disaster fell you know dramatic drums were played yeah, and the thing with this game is there were people playing giant games of Jenga that were digging our minds. There were people with uh, expo markers who were drawing a map. There were people who were farming and brewing, and I don't know what that entailed or what that did for any of us or how any of it worked. Because we had so much individual stuff going on to do. So after about the first third of the game, when my government collapsed and I couldn't really do anything, <laughs> I started wandering around trying to... I had a little subplot going on, and I kept trying to figure out, find people to help me out with that. And it turns out there were a couple people in our clan who were supposed to, but they left, so it never came to fruition. So because I had a government that didn't work, and I wasn't out interacting with, with the other clans because I was supposed to be sitting at the governor table... Um, I didn't have many resources to my name, so I just kind of wandered around and got myself into trouble. Ben, what did you spend the second the second <laughs> third of the game doing? All right. So, like like William Randolph Hearst, I realized I could use the news to make lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> I started charging people to get things put up on the screen. Whether they were true or not. <laughs> Whether they were true or not. Excellent. So, <laughs> so the corrupt media. Yeah, the corrupt media. I, criminal enterprises were running rampant through most of the dwarf tribes. Because they, be they took all that. the tax money, yes. So <laughs> Maybe I, my guy, fault. <laughs> well, so our guy was in charge of the mines. Yep. And so he just didn't charge us to go mining. <laughs> so we were getting things out of that. And my character name was Udom, which I thought was my last name. So then I gave myself a first name, which we just called me Noodle because, you know, it sounds like Udon Noodles. <laughs> and we laughed a lot about that. But then we thought, you know, what would a dwarf whose, whose nickname was Noodle, what would his first name be? Clearly it would be Ronald. So yes. I was Ronald no Noodle Udom. And my personal goal was to get... A library named after myself, a school named after myself, a university named after myself. I used my news media to talk about how education was lacking and then went to the <laughs> builders and said, you know what we could really use? Some schools. That's right. And they're like, hey. <laughs> the, the builders like, hey, listen, we'll do that, but we need some money. 
And so I was like, will a coin do? And they're like, yeah. Like, they were really thirsty for that one coin. I think I had 15 in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) The government had four. The entire government. Uh, At some point, so we're running the news. like we're, And we're definitely, we have some, not enemies, people that we don't like are trying to proclaim themselves to be king of the dwarves. Gully dwarves. Yeah, gully dwarves. We don't like them. Dwarves who live in ditches. They live in ditches. Come on. They're not dwarves. So, and we also didn't trust our other teammates. So Ryan put me in charge of the treasury for our clan. So their money became my money, and I used it pretty judiciously. Like I I was able to make coin make coin, as as they say in Game of Thrones, you know. Now, we did use that money at one point. We got to auction an extra seat at the government that didn't work. And for the government that didn't work, our clan oh. did manage to get two seats on it, which was which was probably the, the best political play I, I got to make. Oh, it was – oh, yeah. So Ryan convinces them that no one else is going to bid on it and tells me, Ben, when I give you the signal, come over here. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I got somebody else to do us some favors and say, hey, nobody else knows when this auction is going to happen, so bring like three or four bucks up and the spot's yours. And I told that to other people. And then I told Ben about it, knowing that I had already given Ben more money than those two clans had combined. Um, so I walked straight up and I was like, Isengard bids five. Slap that <laughs> coin down. And they didn't have enough cash. <laughs> felt, felt real good. Oh, felt real, real good. Then I refused to take that seat. Yeah, you, you gave it to, 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 our, to our, our new friend who's going to play mega games with us next year. Um, so that's basically the second third of the game, the middle portion of the game. Yeah. So, Ryan, you came up with a plan for the back third. So, my little subplot that was supposed to be on the back of my, my, my card, the guys who were supposed to help me with it just didn't, they didn't, or I didn't find them. It, it didn't come to fruition. So, when the government fell apart, and I was the one really championing our democracy, I was like, you know what? This damn gully dwarf won't be king. And so I spent two hours trying to make myself in every way, shape, or form I could king. I fought in an arena battle. I gathered some armies. I went out and tried to make peace with the elves to to show that I was a a willing diplomat. Um, I got exiled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what Ryan's not telling you. So we're doing all these things. And then our other – so Ryan has found a lieutenant who is not me. I'm not Ryan's right. lieutenant. You're I not will my call lieutenant. Ryan on his shenanigans every time. But he finds a loyal follower who is his, his adjutant, and he's going to go with him to the grave. I actually had two what? for a while. But. <laughs> well, the other member of our tribe had been receiving messages for the entire game, like psychic messages. or yep. you know, He had a prophecy he was trying to decipher. And about 30 minutes before the end of the game, he comes up to me. He's like, listen, Ryan's a traitor. I was like, what? He's like, here's the prophecy. Here's what I've uncovered. We have to stop him from being king. (laughs) Always. I want you guys to know. Ben, how many times do we have to play games where we stop Ryan from being king? You're not wrong, Tim. And the irony of this was both cosmic and super enjoyable for me. (laughs) It it always boils down to Tim or myself having to stop Ryan from winning. (laughs) It's the opposite of king-making. We know that Ryan will be unopposed by our friends if if one of us doesn't stand in front of the truck that is Ryan when it comes to a game. Sometimes that truck comes around and hits you back, but that's fine. You know, it's (laughs) fine, Will. That's fine, Will. (laughs) 
So I'm like, oh man. And so I start kind of trying to look around. I'm trying to figure out, is this true? Am I being played? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. And so I do, I waffle on it because I do not want to be the guy that stops Ryan from being king because traditionally I don't trust Ryan to be king. <laughs> That's fair. Let's just be real honest. <laughs> There's evidence to back up this hypothesis. So it comes down to the secret vote. I'm the last vote except for Ryan's adjutant, his, his special lieutenant. And I'm like, fine, I'll sign the card. So I sign Ryan's exile order. Yep. So he's no longer a member of our tribe. So now, he cannot be king. <laughs> I didn't know that I was a traitor. I didn't know that I had done anything bad. I think if I had found those other people who were supposed to help me, I would have been able to piece that together. But I just yep. saw myself as the guy trying to save dwarven <laughs> democracy, and I got exiled for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly what often happens to troublemakers. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. Yeah, I did literally lose my government and just screw around for the last two-thirds of the game but man we had a lot of fun oh so much fun uh the gully dwarf king who does become king yeah. uses the crown to make us all bow down to him we yeah. all hate him but then we can't get the the politics to get him ousted and then the battle turns out to be between a young dwarf who had no kinship at all who saves us all from these demon whites <laughs> by playing the most massive game of jenga yeah i have ever seen like, yeah it was, um, it was crazy 60 people watch a giant game of block jenga yep it was it was the craziest it was a crazy game but it was a lot of fun that's fun so 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 much fun so then saturday morning strong nation strong nation strong 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 nation oh we play another mega game that's like near future politics and we are strong nation we are russia ben is our is our president tim is our scientist um and i am our secretary of defense we all got hats they were awesome that's true. So uh, I believe Tim did post this photo. I think yes. on our. Uh, yeah. I think so. Maybe yes. Maybe so. If not, he's going to post it again for us. Yeah, we he's going to post it again when this episode yes. drops. Yes. <laughs> I've only played one mega game in my life, and that was the previous twelve hours. Yeah, that was that was twelve hours ago. Yep, <laughs> twelve hours ago. So I was a little disappointed with the setup of this game. I saw yeah. lots of good in it. The, the thematics, I think, were pretty decent. Yeah. The game ran away into some weird, odd places, which is fine. That's what a mega game probably should do. There were too many players and not many judges, but I think the game is fine. I thought the game components were not quite as nice as, as sure. what I had experienced the night before. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's same true. Here. The, my Dragon Thrones and, one was awesome for that as well. And death came very quickly and suddenly in places one did not expect. Yeah. <laughs> and so suddenly I was no longer the you know president of Strong Nation. I was dead. <laughs> so. And so now I'm the president and the secretary of defense, yeah. and I didn't know any of Ben's diplomatic con- contacts. Yeah. I was off playing oh. kind of risk by myself. Well, and bear in mind, for this whole time, I don't know anything other than trying to science. And let's, I, I, need, I need to pause here. So, again, I'm, I'm kind of with the other guys. I enjoy the idea of this game. I think with some yeah. tweaking it could be done. I'd say the thing that means the most tweaking is the science game. Yeah, I would agree. I, I can't say this any nicer. Oh my gosh, that was hot garbage. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. People were getting, myself included, but I wasn't the only one. People were getting mad. And I don't mean like, oh, role-playing, ha-ha-ha, we're angry because we didn't get our tech. No, I mean like, there was real-life anger going on because it was it was fast. You don't know what's going on. There's not really any strategy to it. You just try and get lucky and then steal something, but no one knows what's going on. Um, it's the best way I could describe it to anybody who's trying to figure out what the heck it was. It's basically Yahtzee, but like really angry, really fast Yahtzee. 
and there's only so yes. many techs on the board. And if you roll the right number, you can get that tech, but you have to roll the exact right number and you have to be in the same spot and everything has to line up. It was a huge source of frustration. Ben can verify this because he saw some of it going on. So let me sidestep a story. When I was 19, I went to Wisconsin on a fishing (laughs) trip with a buddy of mine. He was my college roommate. (laughs) And his grandmother, Grandmother Jellick, all right. We got there. She offered me a beer. All right. This is going some weird places. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. I'm so, still on board. I'm 19. She got me drunk very quickly because it's Wisconsin. They drink like fish. She was used to it. She's a lady of, you know, of, of age and fine wisdom. So she gets me drunk. It's, you know, it's Tuesday night. So then she's like, hey, let's play Yahtzee. But in Wisconsin, you play Yahtzee for money. So next thing I know, Grandma Jug's taking me for like $20, $30 here. Like, I can't, I can't roll dice because I, I play Legion. You all know I can't roll dice. Yes. They're throwing hot fire every time I turn around. Just Yahtzee, Yahtzee, Yahtzee. It was like that. Uh, Tim yeah. felt taken by Grandma Jellic. Yeah. You know, it was it's just bad. bad. But, and that's it the thing, bad. too. That if it was just me feeling bad, that'd be one thing. Because I'd say, okay, I just, got a, I just got a bad hand, bum hand. It's... I just need to do better. But when probably three quarters of the scientists all feel the same way, right. and when you're trying to trade science, and everyone's like, "I don't, I don't understand." Do you understand? No, I guess I need this. Do you need this? No, and and yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I, I made great diplomatic contacts, like, and we don't. So the mega games are kind of all. The same people tend to play a lot of them. Right. So we yeah. ran into a lot of our, our yes. friends and enemies from the night before. Yes, we and did. And perhaps, perhaps those 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 alliances and grievances followed. Yes. I don't yes. know. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, but so I made some great deals, but basically ended up being like the like the European Union eventually. And that guy was running an economic masterpiece. Like he could <laughs> probably solve the world the world economy right now if we just put him in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Except it didn't let me attack all the people that I wanted to attack because of <laughs> Russia. Yeah, Ryan might have been a little power mad to just hit, hit everybody and attack everybody. Yeah. We had the biggest military in the world by a mile. So, uh, <laughs> so I I get killed by a zombie horde. It's, it's yes, a thing that happens. There was a zombie outbreak. I die. I somehow get reincarnated to some Balkan country that specializes in assassination. Yeah. Except we couldn't quite figure out how the assassination game worked well enough tim is disappointed in the science i realize i now belong to a team that isn't going to be able to do anything yeah so within about 10 minutes tim comes up to me and gives me his hat and says i'm not having fun i'm out and then ben comes up to me and says i've been bitten by a zombie and i'm dead and so now it's this game that you really need five people to run a team although you're only allowed three and now i have to do it all by myself and so yes. I spend the last three hours of the game invading everyone around me. <laughs> Germany got really mad at me at first. And they're like, why did you invade us? I was like, you guys are my new government. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were all very polite. They were like, oh, this that happened? That makes sense. We're yeah. on Team Russia yeah. now. Neat. <laughs> I, I had actually you I had to set up a nice over. little economy. Like I, We had things in Russia. It was quite nice. We were trying to build some infrastructure. It was beautiful. Mainly, we were trying to get the Americans off the continent, but that's that's yeah, whatever. Really, that was our plan. We, I mean, you have to fight back against America. I mean, that was about two hours into the game. So two hours in, Tim and I have both quit. Like we're we're done. Yeah. We're out. We're I'm going to the vendor hall to go find some things. Tim's wife comes down, had a lovely time. And it's a six hour game. Oh yeah, it's a like, six I've, hour I've game. got four more hours by by wearing three Russian hats myself. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The yeah. vendor hall was great. We walked around, played some games. <laughs> it, was it was a delightful. wonderful time. Yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. I de-stressed completely. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. This is great. I'm having so much fun. I'm not rolling dice. It's just making me furious in a way that I don't understand. 
<laughs> I had fun with that game. Like, imagine rolling Legion fun. dice if you don't know what anything means. Oh, I, I just, understand your grievances. You just roll a bunch of dice fun. and you hope for, I don't know what this means. I, did I do good? No? Okay. I'm pretty good at liar's dice, and liar's dice is how you resolved battles, and so I just sat at the table and, and took people's dice and armies away from them. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> because I had managed a well-stocked nation to give Ryan the tools to conquer Europe. And then they signed me into the EU to where I couldn't attack anybody anymore, <laughs> and I was really disappointed. It's what happens when you give somebody a keys to the kingdom, and that's like, exactly well. it. They must but it was it was fun. It was fun. Ryan and I end up going off to lunch at some point. We've got a little bit of time before uh, our our the final game for me on that Saturday night. Again, I've only played at this point three <laughs> mega games in my life, plus that sort of tiny Star Trek Adventures one that kind of ended up being like a mega game. Right. I think I like this one a little bit more. It wasn't as it combined the RPG and the game elements right really well. It really yeah, this, combined those elements very well. This was the most fun of the three by a, by a mile. Yeah, we it was a game called By Coin and Dagger, and me and Ben were a merchant company in this kind of Machiavellian Venice or low fantasy kind of kind of city where there were nobles who were competing to control the city, and then some people were magistrates who had to protect the nobles' business and and keep the thieves who were other players at bay, and we were the merchants who basically had all the stuff that powered the other three types of players, but the nobles were the ones with all the money, so the nobles bought everything from us and then gave it to who they needed, and it was this weird, cool economic simulation. And we start this game, Ryan and I quickly realize we have the least economic yep. impact. We have the smallest <laughs> trading house. We start with the least amount of goods. We were starting behind the behind the eight ball. By a lot. Except after everyone grabs their things, the control player says, hey, listen, come here for a second. So you get those things, but you also get this. And I'm like, okay, what is this thing? And this thing was called <laughs> a scuttle queen. Yep. So it's like a lobster spider. <laughs> yeah, a lobster spider is probably the best way to, best way to, to coin it. Like a mud it. crab kind of thing. Like a mud yeah. crab kind of thing, yeah. And he's like, listen, so every turn you have this, it'll give you two more scuttles. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. I, I get, well, we'll just hang on to this thing. He's like, well, if you want to, you can convert this into scuttle butter, which is food, but it's not quite as good. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, I, it sounds like a plan. But So Ryan and I, I go, I go off on our trading goods. and Ryan has always been a people person. He can sway and move, and I'm yeah, the guy with the goods, and I can tell Ryan, this is how much money we have. This is a thing that we need. This is the things that we can sell. I'm a good organizer for those kind of things. Yep. Ben stayed near our trade, our merchant table. Like the ga- yep. he Ben handled the game of being merchants, and then he gave me stuff. I wandered away into the crowd of people, disappeared for 10 minutes, and then came back with a sack full of coin (laughs) and then with that sack full of coins i went to make sure that our goods were protected and then tried my best to make sure that you know the law definitely looked very hard on our opponents yes now some of our opponents may have also been some of our enemies from the previous mega games maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh definitely one of the royalty clans was definitely one of our um you know our opponent's we definitely yeah. did not want to see them win this game. Nope. And then the economic superpower from Alliance also was in this game as a merchant. As and a of merchant. Course, he is just, he is killing it in this game. He's loving this <laughs> merchant game. Something fierce. So we're about, I don't know, two or three rounds in, and Ryan and I are struggling. We were making the money, but we're clearly we're not making well. as much money as everyone else is doing. Because we started, I'm like, yeah, we started behind the yeah, eight ball. We started behind the eight ball there. But then I, the guy realized, the control player guy realized, oh, hang on, you, you still have the scuttle, right? I was like, yeah. So how, hang on. Oh, so this scuttle has reproduced, and now those scuttles have also reproduced. 
And here's some tokens that represent these little scuttles. They're basically <laughs> little cubes. And it's like, so next thing I know, I have 12 scuttles in my pocket. <laughs> and we just decided not to do anything with them and just we to, to kind of cash anything. in at the end of the game. See That's what right. we could do. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some unintended consequences. Those are the best kinds of consequences. And I will say, maybe it's because it was Saturday night and the control players were on it. Maybe the narrative was good and the economic yeah. game engine was good. So the the game runner, the GM, was like, oh, we can do something with this. And so next thing I hear, there's an announcement. Oh, by the way, there's been a weird scuttle infestation about town. (laughs) Who could say where it came from? Who could say where it came from? Scuttles are really hard to kill. The thieves and the the guards are having to all fight those, and it's lowering the, the, the... uh, noble's property values and <laughs> everyone thinks this is just a pre-planned event and it's because me and ben refuse to trade in our scuttles and we just want them to keep multiplying exponentially <laughs> i love this so much then we end up with so many scuttles i realize i can keep a breeding pair and start cashing in other scuttles yes because they reproduce so fast with the breeding couple that i had or i think i had six in my pocket so they were giving me six every turn and so i so- just started ratching yeah. out scuttles were everywhere they were they were my currency for a while they we made some scuttle armor for the guard that had been guarding our warehouse we made oh, a a statue and a special scuttle slaying sword <laughs> a trident sir it was a, a trident. that's right it was a trident yeah it was a trident um so we put it up for auction it got stolen from us because the it, thieves it are definitely. bastards, but that's okay. The nobles that Ryan and I backed were not as successful as we had hoped. They're <laughs> Correct. A, they're a great couple. I really loved them to death. I was glad to meet them at Gen Con. But yes. they, they were not as economically capable as we, as we had hoped. <laughs> now, Ben, I want you to, to tell the story first from your perspective of what happened when the guard came to me. <laughs> and then I'll fill in the blanks. The, the guard came to me and said, by the way, we're about to arrest you. I was like, "Excuse me." It's nice to have a heads up. It's you know, it's a good little heads up. You know? well, I, well, it was because it was a guard that I had been paying quite well to make sure that we stayed above that. Right. Were you paying him in money or in scuttles? Um, Both. Money. No, no. He, well, no. He didn't realize it was the, the ones we gave this. It's but it's the one we gave the scuttle armor to, which made. But them hold on, yeah. you also gave him the scuttle armor and said, "Don't worry about where this came from." Yes, basically. He didn't know that we were we were the source of Scuttles. He just yes. thought we'd somehow manage to get Scuttle armor. <laughs> and we basically said, hey, listen, this is to help you all fight better. We made this for you. Protect us more, please. And he was like, sure. He's like, yeah, they're about to arrest you. I'm like, what the hell? He's really angry. He's like, I've protected you as long as I can. I can't afford to protect you any longer. It's because you blackmailed those people. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, Ryan. What, who did Ryan? Who did Ryan? Ryan what have you done? Yes. What have you done? I I may have made a minor miscalculation, but it worked out. It mostly worked out. A thief had come to me with some blackmail on a particular noble family, and I had maybe on a whim because I had a sack full of coins, and Ben wasn't there to supervise me. <laughs> this is why Ryan does not get the checkbook. <laughs> I maybe had bought it and then started shopping it around. To be fair, I did eventually sell that secret for a good chunk of change, but I first tried to sell it back to its rightful owners for just a, a mere, mere markup of, of what I had paid for. And I am a merchant at the end of the day. Right. And they took that as blackmail and wanted to get the police involved. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I will say, I went to try to negotiate with these people on something entirely unrelated, and they were super cold to me. And I could not figure out why. 
And it was because Ryan had been attempting to blackmail them for a while. So. Oops. Um, yeah. So that happened. I got so, arrested. And when they raided our warehouse, they found our Scuttle Queen. <laughs> Everyone got a little more mad at us. We, we were put on trial for bringing a Scuttle into the city limits. I yeah. tried to claim I did not know that that was illegal. <laughs> Show me in the law where that's illegal. Where is that written? So here's the thing. They took our Scuttle Queen. What they didn't take was the six scuttles in my pocket. <laughs> That's right, they didn't. <laughs> so one became the new scuttle queen, and they kept reproducing. <laughs> yep. And we eventually bought an empty boat that brought in all of our merchant goods that we would auction on each round. We just wanted to buy an empty boat, and we covered it in scuttle armor, took all of our possessions, and as the thieves and the guard were having an all-out brawl in the heart of the city... Oh, we just left. We just, so there, there comes a showdown between the royalty. And so the city revolts because they had been trying to claim some things. The city guard was like, no, that's not the way this actually is. You're all actually traitors to the true king. And so I think the royalty had tried to manage to get the thieves to attack the city guard. Yes. And so it comes out of this massive dice battle. And every merchant, nearly every merchant that is at the table goes, oh, when these things happen, it's always the merchants and the royalty mm-hmm. who suffer at the end. Half of them packed up their goods and left the city. <laughs> yep. So we didn't like leave the game. We just narratively went to our GMs and said, hey, yeah, we're going we're gonna GTFO we out of here. Yeah. We cashed out everything we had and said, you know what? These will be the victory points that we keep. Ryan yep. and I do not think we're going to win this game. We're just going to have lots of fun doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, to be fair, we did get second out of all the merchants. We did. We did really well for ourselves, surprisingly, but we did end up with a galleon that was covered in scuttles, uh, scuttle armor, so we could defend ourselves from the city guard when they came for yep. us. So. That's right. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part of the, the whole night, though, was because several people, since there's so much chaos going on in these games, hadn't put two and two together that the scuttles were 100% totally our fault. And as the as the, the guy who made the game was was doing the wrap up at the end, like the second or third bullet point he came to is he said like, "Hey, where's the Mary Tribute Trading Company?" And me and Ben wave, and he just like out any context. He just looks at us with his microphone and says, "Was it worth it?" And we're like, "Hell yeah, it was. Hell yeah." And so the audience doesn't know why it was worth it. And so he then explains to them how we had been the the cause of the scuttle infestation and had been the one who caused all the problems, right? <laughs> so what was the what was the crowd's reaction to this? I'm curious. A lot of laughter. Like, <laughs> a lot of laughter. Good. A lot of laughter. Yeah. Several people were still mad at us, but <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Several people were still mad at the very Mainly end. me. <laughs> the only thing that brought the game down for me was that King Fark, the gully king from the Dwarven game the night before had managed to proclaim himself High Duke in this game. <laughs> and I think he won the royalty game. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he, he didn't not? at the... No, our boy Jeff. Oh, that's right, he did. Our, our boy, boy Jeff. Jeff. All right. So, all right, so, uh, so Fark, the evil dwarven king, oh, that's right, <laughs> he became the evil duke in this one. And then yeah. that's when the people tried to revolt against him. Yes. And so, you're right, our buddy Jeff, who was a merchant, or was a royalty no, he, guy. He was, an, he was a noble, yeah. He was a noble, yeah, that we tried to support, and he liked us, and he would use us for his odd errands, but he clearly had a primary merchant that he yes. liked more. We were, we were the secondary <laughs> merchants, that's it's okay. It made a lot of a lot of money off Jeff. <laughs> yeah, we really did. So, so Jeff is is a a true Southern gentleman from South Carolina. So he's got that accent 
that I think Lindsey Graham, but more positive thoughts. And yes. so <laughs> Jeff was a great guy, super nice, that classic Southern accent. And decided, yeah, it, it, you're right. It turns out that the, the merchant company had bankrupted himself to make this guy the noble king afterwards. Yep. RPG points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I think one of my other favorite bits was when we were trying to calculate points at the end. Ben's like, we have these two cards that we really can't do anything with, but they're worth a few points to us. And I looked at Ben and I said, hold my beer. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and within 45 seconds, I had tripled our, our what that thing would have been worth. And I said, <laughs> I think I said something to the effect. It's like, this is why you sat at the table. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. That's exa- Ryan's like, I'll go find some poor sap who will buy this for more than it's worth. <laughs> and, there it and he did. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, we had great fun with that game. Yeah, the GMs that was so much fun. Oddball things. It was, <laughs> I think I had the cast iron skill, skill of a paella that was... <laughs> They had been owned by a noble house that wanted it back, and they got infamy for it. I mean, I created yeah. scuttle jewelry to help to to put on the yep. ladies to bring in you know influence for them. It was, it was so a lot of fun. Much yes, fun. I do wish I had, I had done that one. I wish I'd done uh, that one and the uh, dwarf one. It'd be good. The dwarf but, one was a lot of fun. Yeah, I will play. So the I, got, dwarf. I will play. Both I got of one good one in there. You guys got a couple good ones in there, so that's why I don't have a, will, a super lot to share because I only got one good will one. But definitely play those two again. I will. Sure. Yeah. And if anybody wants to play Mega Games with us next year, let us know. We'll let you know we're playing. We can coordinate up and email the GMs and say put us on a team or whatever together. Yeah. If we can get a, a Legion team together, that would be awesome. But yeah. I do wanna I do wanna end on one more story because I promised it last episode in our blooper. And it's about the orc I met in the bathroom. <laughs> I died when Ryan told me the story. Like, not to not to sell it too hard. I collapsed out of a table. For when the Ryan record, the story. <laughs> I've been hearing about this story for a month now, or over a month. I don't know this story. You never told me yet. Yeah, it's it's when we were on our way from the from dinner to the buy coin and dagger game. Mm-hmm. We go through a hallway. That's less traveled, and I have to find a restroom before we start another four-hour mega game. <laughs> and I follow this this orc in, this guy in full like Osgiliath orc outfit. Yes. Like it's it was really impressive. He's clanging and clattering his whole way. <laughs> and he just has to pee, but he has to wait for the handicap stall to do it. <laughs> because that's the only place he can like turn around and fit in. Uh, because all this stuff that he's wearing. And all this this exquisite makeup. And I'll be like, I'll be honest. I was in that bathroom a minute. Like, it had, it had been a while. And so I come out, and this orc comes out at the exact same time. And all he had to do was, like, take his costume partially off, put his costume back on. But it took him a very long time. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there washing my hands, as all good sanitary human beings do at Gen Con. You degenerates that don't. <laughs> and... <laughs> And this guy walks up to the sink, dead stares me in the eyes, and just says, I just pretend to wash my hands. And I just see him, like, turn the sink on and then move his hands to the side of the sink a few times and then leave. (laughs) Because his hands are covered in green makeup and, like, prosthetic nails and jewelry and stuff. And he didn't want to wash all that off. But he just, no grin, no smile, just deadpan. I just pretend to wash my hands, and I lose it. <laughs> and this is why I feel like I'm going to have to go to Dragon Con, because I think I need to see these cosplayers in their true element. Because Gen Con has yes. great cosplayers. It does. Yeah. But it's not Dragon Con. No. And 
our buddies in Atlanta will tell you all the great things they do at Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I did not know that story. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. why I only pretend to wash my hands. Like an orc would. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Gen Con 2019 for us. Legion was played. Demos were played. We went to the, you know, the, the vendor hall for a little while. As Tim and I did. Yeah. Um, I found <laughs> yeah. great little games. I've already yeah. played about half of them, actually. Nice. Yeah, I still have one I need to try. But, yeah, I've played most of mine. It's been good. There was some raccoon tycooning going on. Yep. Yes. Do. So much tycoons and raccoons. Lots of fun with the, with the fun that we had there. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed those stories. Yeah. 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 It was a good time. Like I said, sorry, I only had, I only had one. Uh, but let, let me not undersell it. Mine was quite good, but I just did not have as many adventures as they did. So maybe next year we can all share some more. I mean, to be fair, like, if you're yeah. going to go to Gen Con, follow the guys that look like hobbits. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have better stories. <laughs> we're gonna have so many adventures. It's not even funny. <laughs> all right, thank you all for listening. Y'all have a good afternoon, evening, night, whatever. Something about Star Wars. And that's right. Gonna... And remember, you chose to listen to this, and that's on you. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> good night, everybody.